Hello and welcome to another episode of Unboxing Women where we explore the gender gap in the music and entertainment industry. If you're active in the music business, an independent artist, a musician or are just curious about how it all works, then this pod is for you. My name is Micah Rose and with me is my friend Dana Rex. We are both independent recording artists based in Europe and we are here to reveal what really goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> you can listen to us on our YouTube channel and on your favorite podcast platform. Today, we are joined by Daniela Dennis, an actress and voice performer from Hamburg, Germany. She's been in the industry for over 12 years, starting with musical theater and evolving into voice acting over time. She's also currently working on teaching projects, bringing theater into schools as far away as Cape Town, which is absolutely insane. So, Dani, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Great. Let's just talk about the school project first, because that's, that's something that happened. You did another one recently um, in Germany this time. Um, so how do you how do you come by that? Well, I started doing projects for a foundation um, in 2013, I think. And it was always for children in regular schools who don't have a lot of exposure to music, fine arts or arts at all, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the goal was always to give them the opportunity to be on stage, to have this feeling, to, to feel what it's like to have everything that comes with it. And not just listening to music, but, you know, being active, doing something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and that um, that project is is a great one, but two of my friends and I we were not happy with doing projects that have uh, a specific play that mm -hmm. has to be performed at the end of the week, and week? we wanted to of the week a week yeah five yeah. days Whoa. actually it's yeah. Insane. <laughs> yeah, it's just five days, five half days. I thought days you were going to say cool. like at the end of the year, but no, no. it's just one <laughs> week. Okay. No. So it's far easier to do to do a play that's already written. And of course, it was rewarding and great for the children. Um, and it was always nice to do it and interesting, but we wanted to do something else and give young people the opportunity to tell their stories. Because for me... Um, the main reason why I started acting, singing, being on stage was to tell stories. That's what got me there. And, you know, the older I get, the more it's become obvious to me that there's a disconnect with the children who are like 12-ish, 12, 13, 14 years. Mm -hmm. And the stories I think are important are not necessarily important for them. So why not giving them the agency there and say, okay, what story do you want to tell? What's important to you? Oh, and okay. that's the idea. All right. So, okay. So if I get it right, a play that's already written, of course, you know, people might know it, people might have seen it, and then they reproduce it. But in this case, you want them to actually, well, I don't want to say write a play themselves, but to reenact a story of their own. Is that correct? Yes, they do everything. They do the writing, they do uh, the choreography, they uh, compose the music, everything. Wow. In seven days. That's seven, seven days because it's days. just impossible to do it I otherwise. Know. Yeah. That's yeah. insanely that fast. Insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> the project is called Show Me Your World because it's what we want to do. 
Um, mm -hmm. And our first project was in Cape Town in 2019, right before the pandemic. Yay. Oh. Um, yeah. You had and that professionally filmed, though, didn't you? So, like, we can leave a link to that down below in the show notes. Yeah. Yes, of yeah. course. Thanks. Good. Don't you um, want to yeah, check it out? It, that? Well, we, we try to, to film it professionally, and we have a lot of material, but... The post-production didn't work out that well. So uh, <laughs> well, what you can find there is what does. I put together. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, I remember there were some issues. Mm. Yes. yes, if post yeah. doesn't work, do it yourself. That's also what yeah. I learned. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. yes. I'm sure we can dive into this as, as, as much as well. But um, why don't you just tell us, because you, you already kind of started telling us how you got into the industry why did you decide to do musical theater what what drove you what still drives you what drove me was absolutely stories being in the stories i loved as a kid mm -hmm. so why just listen to to something or why just reading it when it can be in the story that was a very romantic view at that time <laughs> and when I got into it of course I realized yeah that's not how it works but that's what got me uh, in this industry and why I wanted to do it and um, especially in musical theater you know it's not as free as being a recording artist where you do your thing follow your passion and in musical theater you just have to to do what somebody tells you to do right um mm -hmm. and that's not that wasn't as rewarding as i hoped it to be and in mm -hmm. what kind of in what kind of plays have you have you played anything we know anything no. we should know <laughs> <laughs> um i did a few um musical theater productions um here in germany but you wouldn't know them and um i never got to do um the this, the huge productions in Germany. It's uh, just one company that produces yeah. everything. Oh, really? And they're insanely yeah. hard to get into. Yeah. Why is there just one company? Why do, don't you just start your own company? Start your own company, That's Danny. A good question, Danny. Why don't you start your own company? A um, friend of mine actually did that. <gasps> oh, oh nice. she, yeah. She, she's amazing. Uh, she worked here in Hamburg for um, for Schmitz Tivoli, which is uh, one of the ah. smaller theaters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but you know long history and she was there for for ages and now with her best friends she started her own company in uh, Braunschweig wow. and they're producing their own musical theater oh, productions that's amazing that's yeah. congratulations really, really cool. uh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's and just a short recap for people listening to the pod. Um, in Germany, we have um, what's called stage, um, stage theater. Um, literally, the name, the branding of it is stage. Um, yes. <laughs> so, um, which for English-speaking people must sound incredibly strange. Um, <laughs> but basically, it's this one company that does all the larger stuff, like Wicked and Frozen and Mary Poppins and Lion King and oh, is Lion King part of? stage yes it is yes. isn't it yes, yeah. is, of course it is. um and then you've got like all the other things like all the big musicals are all stage and with stage they have a very specific casting um method and they changed it i think one or two years ago into that only people who had already been in a stage production could apply to be cast for a stage what? production yeah. yeah that's so it's that's it is another absolutely club. insane so it's kind of like it's kind of like the grammys like yes. you, you, you're you kind of you have to be nominated by at least so and so many members yeah. to get in yeah you, you really but need to have connections it's insane 
But that's yeah. so not fair. Why doesn't no, anybody well, like? I don't want to say petition this, but yeah, just start their own thing and do their too own. Too many musical. Well, this is something uh, Daniela probably knows well enough. It's uh, there's too many musical theater artists. Well, somebody's um, going to do it. New roles, yeah. Somebody somebody's wants to pay their it. bills, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, somebody's going to do it. And so, does uh, this company have? I'm sorry, <laughs> still questions. <laughs> does this company have, um, like a? A, a contract with all the theaters maybe and you can't they like get the theaters. a theater they own oh, the they theaters. own them all oh that's yeah. a bitch <laughs> yeah 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 the company okay, so uh, is from the netherlands to. and after uh Jupp von den ende uh he uh he started this this uh daughter company here i, I guess it's a daughter thingy mm -hmm. uh, I, i'm not special um and yeah it's it's the biggest production company here wow. and there's not mu not much else There's oh, wow. one other company that's bigger, but yeah. <laughs> but not in the same way. Yeah, it's that's weird because for such a huge country, how can one company have the monopoly on musical theater? Like as well as yeah. having the theaters as the actors as, you know, in Belgium, yeah. it's such a tiny country, but we have like a gazillion production houses um it's so weird I, I, i honestly don't know how it happened but i remember also just short interlude i remember um being in aladdin not on stage obviously sitting there with my friend who wanted to watch it and was like you need to go watch this with me i think she'd seen it before and loved it and um i sat there and i must have had like a third what do you call it like you've got the under under you've got the main wing What? So this a swing? Some somebody is it a swing? Usually yeah, like dritte Besetzung. I don't know what, what that are you is. About? <laughs> so oh, basically, the, you've the got the the first lead, and then you've got like, oh, okay, if that one's sick, and there's a, there's another one who can go in, and then if that one's also sick, then you've got another one. Who oh, can the go third in. understudy, basically. Yes, the third understudy. Sorry, that was okay. a long, long yeah, way to get. That I was like, they is want it to the save placement? money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but if. It, They obviously they they want to save money, so they don't have a third understudy. They have people in the ensemble who yes. do and that, everything. That was what it was. It was somebody from the ensemble originally who then played Jasmine, and I sat there and I listened to her butcher the songs, and I was like, her depths are fine, her heights are shit. Why did I pay 70 euros for this? Wow, that's what I don't get. <gasps> yes, and that's a yes. cheap seat. That's a cheap seat. No. Yeah, this yeah. is not. Wait, something needs yeah. to be done about this. Okay, people, <laughs> yeah, something you know, needs to be done well. in Germany. This is not fair. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you know, it's it's really sad because I'm not an accountant, so I I don't know what what are the possibilities there. But uh, even in the orchestra, there are like five five keyboards and mm -hmm. a few instrument uh, instruments around, and the sound is not great. You know, okay, so it's, it's just a club basically to make money yeah. off of. For people who have no exposure to live music, for them it's amazing, and they yeah. pay up to a hundred and eighty bucks for it. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. it's really great that you're bringing this to the schools, like wherever, and I hope that you can you can work some more in Germany as well. Because if if going to musical theater is that expensive, obviously you know kids aren't going to get in touch with it, mm -hmm. and it's so important to just see something else, like a way to express yourself um, in in public, like on stage, and and work together on on a show like that. It's it just creates such a bond as well, and I think that's really cool that you're doing that. And so, what is yeah, the next cool. project? 
Uh, we're not sure yet. Uh, we want to go back to Cape Town um, and the school would be happy to have us. But, you know, it's it's so hard to plan right now because mm -hmm. what's going to happen? What's going to happen next fall? And the school always needs like a year in advance to plan a project of that mm -hmm. size mm -hmm. because uh, we are practicing with um, the whole year, mostly seventh gra grade or something. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are interrupting the school da daily business there quite a ah, lot. Okay, I <laughs> yeah. see. Yeah. yeah. Interrupting yeah. nicely. <laughs> interrupting with like good things. Yeah. yeah. And of course, I mean, uh, every teenager's dream is to perform on stage. <laughs> not today. <laughs> no, it is, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Oh, mine was. Uh, It, yeah, mine, mine was too. too. Yeah. But that's why too. we're in this industry. That's just us three, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what is yeah. your favorite musical to go and watch? Oh, that's tough. Mm -hmm. Because there are a lot of shows I love dearly, mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily good. You know? When explain. I was a teenager, I was I was madly in love with Phantom of the Opera. Of the Opera. Mm -hmm. I, I, I saw it for the first time when I was six years old. Wow. And I didn't even get what was happening. When I was five, um, my mom went there and it was after Cats, the first huge mu musical theater production here in Germany. Um, and I listened to the tape recording <laughs> and I didn't understand what they were singing because, mm -hmm. you know, Children that small, they, they don't get it. They, no. they don't get what somebody is saying when he's, he or she is singing opera. Mm -hmm. It's just, it was vowels flying around, but I loved it so much. How of it. Today, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber is not my favorite composer anymore. And it's kind of predictable. And I know it's not the best show, but it has a special place in my heart because that got me into all of it yeah that's what <laughs> so, sparked the interest that's why it was so great for me because i was so small i the only thing i got was the fields nothing yeah. else yeah. and a story being told by singing and beautiful music that was pff. yeah yeah, yeah. i mean the music is pretty cool Yeah, parts of it, not everything. Um, not anymore, but the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the story, you know. <sighs> yeah, the story. Is, a young mm. woman being torn between two guys and she needs saving from both of them. Yeah. As a child, as a teenager, I loved it. And um, yeah, so it has a special place in my heart. It's not my yeah. favorite show anymore. What, well, what is? Uh, I really really lo love Stephen Schwartz as a composer so he does a, a lot of musical theater or uh, even uh, for movies and mm -hmm. um, I loved Wicked mm -hmm. because it was this story that was more than just the typical musical theater thing you know what I was told what I was nearly always told in auditions was yeah you know We like your singing, we like your acting. You're even a pretty decent dancer, but you're not the pretty one. 
the cute one, <laughs> and but you're not the old one yet. So How can you not be the pretty one? What the? Uh, what? I know, right? Yeah, but but the girls who play those roles, they are like teeny tiny. Um, ah, and blonde or something. Teeny tiny blonde, yeah, yeah. And, and everything. It's Micah, so, Micah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I'm teeny tiny, sure. <laughs> yeah, and a, sp- a, a specific type of person, and I'm mm-hmm. not that. Yeah. And it was hard to realize that it's perfectly okay not to be that kind of person, but in the mm. beginning I, I had to cope with it. I see, yeah. yeah. And so what kind of roles did you then play? Was it like... Yeah, so like not that I'm the always head. the I'm always the wicked witch. You're always the evil, wicked witch. Yeah, evil it's stepsister. Good part um, to play though. Yeah, it, I would have loved to play the wick, wicked witch in Wicked, but um, yeah, yeah, not for me. Um, oh, that, you would have been great though. That's one of my regrets, but you know, I, I saw it here and it wasn't that good anymore. Um, so oh, it was great in London. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, London is so well I think known for it. My favorite um musical, I don't know why I I don't remember the storytelling, so I don't remember what the story is, but from the music, I really love Elizabeth. Oh. So, I don't know if they have that in English, but it's basically mm. Elizabeth the what? First or second or something? I don't remember. Um it's about some sort of Queen Elizabeth. Um, the Empress of uh, Austria. Uh, there you go. I knew it wasn't English. The, so, the um, yeah. tragic Empress of Austria. Yes. I love the about music that. from that. It's really good. We've heard this before, Micah, when we were talking mm-hmm. uh, to Samara about uh, singing opera yes. in Sydney. Yes. She also yes, I was said, thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, be- that people are cast by... The, with their type. stature and their type yeah exactly yeah. and so not like are you are you actually playing the part well in an audition whatever you look like it, yeah. you know how are you acting the part that is secondary basically which is very yeah. surprising because um, yeah. I mean yeah, with makeup and, and everything you can do so much so why does it matter once when I wasn't invited for an audition and I, I was really really bummed about, bummed about that and so I I called them. You're not supposed to do that, but <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, fuck it. I, I really, really, really want to have the chance to audition for it. I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. So I called them and I was very nice and I said, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to cut off? Do I need to recolor my... I, I don't know. What do I need to do? And um, the person I talked to, she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. We know you can sing it. You're even the type for it. And we like you. And you did it at several auditions, the songs, which were necessary for that. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, yeah, but it can't be helped. You're one centimeter too short. <gasps> oh, my God. You're kidding me. And that, and like, shoes? Th- I, no? <laughs> yeah. But it was just for... Uh, for another half half a year and they had the costume ready and they did not want to change it they wanted somebody who fit in this costume in this is shocking this is very very shocking but danny and i know each other so just for the podcast listeners we know each other we met here in hamburg um at a job that we did together and um we 
like we've talked about this before and the, the problem is it's kind of like in music as well in in general it's just that um you know how there's like loads of places that won't pay you for a gig yeah right like um, everywhere and everybody's <laughs> like like everywhere yeah everybody's like <laughs> we're like why don't you just not do it then and it's like no because there's like 50 bands that will do it because yeah. they're like oh my god but exposure and i'm like yeah but exposure doesn't pay the bills right yes. also like if i'm going to be there and i'm bringing my fan community with me then you pay me for the customers that i'm bringing mm. if i'm going to be there and i don't have a big fan community i can kind of for myself accept that okay it's going to be on kind of like tell the people oh put something we have a, a thing in germany where you pass around a hat yeah you know and just like and you get pretty decent um pretty decent money from that depending on where you are and how good you are um but it, it you know it can work um but it's the same in or similar in musical theater if you've got like one part to fill you've got what like 500 people auditioning for it yeah it's it's absolutely insane and then you you you're gonna find whoever you want even if that person is not the best singer or actress or dancer yeah yeah, yeah true oh god that's really depressing and you know i think if a lot of people would know this before they actually started like studies for it or having a passion for it i think they would be like simmered down very fast <laughs> but that's that's very sad you know that's it's very sad yeah but but you know it's it depends for for, for for some people it is for some people it's amazing they they get into uh, a big company they uh, they start out there and they work from that day on mm -hmm. or um they they don't necessarily need to be that good mm. so it's just they're like yeah 1 centimeter they're the exact type, they're the exact that, they type that they yeah yeah it, that's a bit it's a bit strange to me it's a bit strange and that's re it's really annoying because it doesn't at that point it doesn't come down to skill anymore and i mean um, with everything going on it with about diversity in the world right now do you think danny that that would ever change that they would open that up more i'm not sure how, how it's going to be here um recently i saw on instagram that uh, phantom of the opera in london has a a, a woman of color as their Christine. And I was like, yes, finally, yeah. great. Yeah. And I, I think in America, it's it's not that uncommon. It's, mm -hmm. but in Germany, I'm not sure, I'm not sure when this will happen. Um, that's, which is that's really hope strange. Soon. <laughs> that's how it's, hope soon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I, I would hope it happens. I think it's really hard because it is just that one big company and that one big company needs to decide it. Um, I think the smaller theatres don't, don't actually care that much. Yeah. Um, like the smaller theatres, they cast based on skill as, as far as I, like I've been in smaller theatres before and they've been always been really good. So it's really just this huge production company that I've had bad experiences with going into the musicals and like as a person who knows when somebody's singing off key, it just really annoys me having paid that much money to then have subpar uh, singing where I say I could have done that better. Like mm. even me having yeah i can dance i can with training probably do what she did because the main the leads don't actually have to dance that much a lot of the time i can kind of act 
would have worked out I would have probably been like pretty shit at acting but really good at singing yeah so it would have <laughs> been the same as that chorus girl but I would have sung better so it's just kind of like sitting there knowing you can do it better is so depressing um paying it's money so for depressing. that yeah yeah so um yeah. anyway but there there are state state-run theaters here in Germany and they do musical mm -hmm. theater as well and usually it's it's good what they do because they they uh, have directors from somewhere who are really good at their jobs and know what mm -hmm. they do. So there are possibilities to work here except for this company, but that's yeah. just the, the big yeah. one. I'm, I'm not sure if that will change because um, last week I saw Frozen here and the audience is going nuts in there. They but love it. Was it good? It. Was it, good? It, it, was, it was decent. Um, I went there because uh, a friend of mine uh, trains kids there for oh, wow. uh, the children's show. And they were really good. The first time I saw kids that were really good on stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, good on her. And um, yeah, the audience was blown away by the magic of it and this huge stage with a lot of lighting and special effects and everything. And mm, It's the new stage Is it well. the one on the water? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I saw that that they did Frozen uh, already like in 2019 when we met. There was Frozen there as well. I think oh. they were planning it, but it hadn't done it oh, yet because okay. I think there was it was during big... COVID. Yeah, yeah, they they did they postponed a lot of stuff during COVID. Like Wicked was supposed to happen in 2020 yeah. or something, uh, yeah. and then it didn't because of COVID. So it happened like what last year i remember seeing that on the remember when we crashed the um the hangover cruise yes <laughs> we crashed oh, that hangover cruise in yes. hamburg during Reeperbahn, and then i you know we could see all the theaters uh because we yeah, did like exactly. a little cruise on the on the river there yeah. and then uh, i think that theater started out with um Tanza vampire which is also a musical that i don't think exists in english so it's basically it's called dance of the vampires and oh. then it, it it's After really good musical movie. Yeah, and then it um, went from that to Mary Poppins, and from Mary Poppins to Frozen, I think. Oh okay. no, the, this uh, this soccer show was there, uh, the Wunder von Bern. Uh, true. Oh my that God, was the yes. first one. They built oh. it for uh, for a show that is about soccer. Let's bring it back to a different question. A question I've been wanting to ask you is yeah. um, generally. Um, in the music industry, we've talked about this before, it seems like women are the minority. But in musical theatre, from all I've heard, women are in the majority. Yes. Um, so absolutely, tell me about that. <laughs> well, there's not much to tell about it. It is what it is. I think it's of 10 people, eight women, two men. But these are actors or the whole crew? The whole crew. So mm -hmm. okay. there, of course, in dan dancing, there's it's it's not that much a difference, I think, but I don't know the numbers. Um, yeah, but there are more roles for men in general, and more women who want to play those roles. All right. Okay. So, so wait. So wait. So it's like kind of like in a movie where I saw some numbers recently that if um, there's fifty percent women and fifty percent men, the general audience thinks there's more women than men, so they cast more men and they do like seventy percent men and thirty oh, percent yeah. women, and then people think that it's the same amount of women and men. I Is it kind of like that? that? Thing. 
possible. I don't know yeah. the numbers, but it's uh, yeah. yeah, it's very possible. So basically, you have a load of women who study and train to be musical theatre artists. You have about a fifth of that in men, and then you have more roles for men than you have for women. Make it make sense. <laughs> yeah, I, ca I can't. <laughs> and more interesting roles for men. So it, it's gotten better, but it's... I, I listened to your uh, episodes about Disney uh, movies mm -hmm. and it's it's the same thing, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. Most of the roles for women are the princess who needs to be saved or has her journey and strives to find Prince Charming or something. Mm -hmm. And he's just yeah, out and yeah. about <laughs> doing nothing really. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, but Frozen is, is a good example as a, as a Disney movie the only thing the only positive thing I can say about this movie is that it's not about getting a man yes <laughs> it's about sisterhood and yeah. true love between sisters even though they try very hard to make it look like it's about a man yes yeah. but it's not and it's progress you know yeah. <laughs> The and small things. Do do a lot of women then also play um, male roles? Because that's what we also heard. Like that happens in opera, opera sometimes. Yeah. yeah, when they need obviously when they need like a, a young man. Young man. The, the voice needs to be. You know, it, it's for it's it's a woman because of the voice. So I'm not sure what they do with that in musicals. No, I don't think so. And there are a lot of very gay boys. Who want to play those roles so it's fine okay that's yeah. good yeah yeah that's good so, so, i mean i have heard of women playing like peter pan yeah that, that, i don't know who plays peter pan but mm. yeah that's that's possible mm. but a lot of tiny male dancers would be why not so yeah and most of the people i studied with i think there were two straight men in the whole school. Mm -hmm. and well, the yeah, I guess boys. musical theater is asking for it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. And it's That's why it's amazing. It's yeah, exactly. Fun. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's diverse. At least it's diverse, so you know. Who's the lead role? It's most yeah. shows. It's a straight young hero who's the lead role. So mm -hmm. if you do the math, you don't need to be that good if you fit in this role. Yeah, but why can't if, a gay yeah. man play a straight man? It's acting. Well, oh, you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course and, you and can. Do they? But yes. Okay, good. If from your appearance you are very feminine, then mm. of course you are not the mm -hmm. perfect type, and it's really thinking and types for yeah. that role, and so you won't get it. I see. Mm -hmm. And what about the um, amount of directors and people who are decision makers in musical theater is that also a lot of women or is that where the men come in i think that's it's, it's both um it depends on where you go because when it's private productions like in private theaters i think it's it's quite equal i, I th think mm -hmm. but when you go to those state funded funded theaters i'm not so sure my mm. experiences were a lot of cis white old men making decisions there mm. which would explain 
A lot. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just saying. One director told me um, when uh, when I did a production with him, he he looked we looked me straight in the eyes and was, "I like you. You're doing a good job, but you think too much. That's exhausting. Stop thinking." What? How? No. Oh women God, can't dying. do that. <laughs> It's physically impossible. It's exhausting. <laughs> Apparently, it's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. And he wanted to be nice. That's the weirdest yeah, thing about it. They think it, it was helping you. Yes. Yeah. It was a, it's a genuine feeling of being kind for him. <laughs> like, I'm okay, going to say something. This is going to help her so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is going to bring her whole life onto a different yeah. track. I'm just wondering, you know, where people can find you and what is your next project going to be? Um, that's a long explanation <laughs> <laughs> because um, actually I decided to start a second career because, you know, this industry is not nice for women when they age. I have mm -hmm. amazing colleagues who turned 50-ish and were out of work and of course it's wrong and we can talk a lot about why it's unfair why it's bullshit mm -hmm. because they are amazing artists but it is what it is mm. and as i mentioned earlier for me it was always about storytelling and not necessarily being in the spotlight um so my next step is working in immersive media in uh virtual reality augmented reality and tell stories there uh, i'm not not yet sure how Or where or what but that's what i got into lately and i think it's gonna be an amazing thing for the music industry well, we're gonna have to have you back reality. then yeah yeah we're gonna have to yeah. do yeah. a separate show to talk about that when you're up and running mm. yeah an artist here in, in germany she is in hamburg actually she's writing a musical theater production for and, and producing and doing everything basically, in virtual reality, where you can step into the production. Wow, that's yeah, so cool. But it's still a niche. And yeah, yeah. yeah of course. But I mean, there's a, a lot of uh, promise for expansion there. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Wow. Yeah, let's see. Wow. Yeah, let's see. Oh, wow. Okay, well, we'll put all your um, your info in the show notes where people can find you. I think also it's really good to kind of have, like we talked about this before, it's kind of interesting, good to have um, a viewpoint on your journey. Like that's what this is. It's kind of like, how did it start? What kind of, like like you said, some people might um, be working all the time. And also this is just Germany, like musical theater in Germany. And it just showcased all the flaws. So maybe somebody from stage will hear this and be like, we need to change things up <laughs> well what they would think is we won't hire her <laughs> maybe not but yeah maybe, maybe somebody who uh, will hear it who can do you know make a change yeah. or, or do something because it's it's really weird for me as you know a non-german person to hear that that is the way that it's organized there and it might mm. be organized the same way in other countries too so you know if you oh, if um, any of our listeners have yeah. um, any experience of how other this stuff is organized in your country please do let us know um yeah 
because yeah this is it's really interesting uh, to to figure this stuff out so anyway that's all for today thank you very much for tuning into Unboxing Women and if you've ever had an experience that you want to share with us send us a DM or tag us in your posts with the hashtag such a bitch I'm bringing the banner out this time there you go <laughs> you can also send us an email on such a bitch at unboxingwomen.com don't forget to drop us a like on Instagram or wherever you're listening to us now and today's guest has been Danny thank you very much for coming on the show thanks for having me my name is Dana Rex and I've been chatting with Micah Rose tune in to another episode of Unboxing Women next week see you then bye bye, bye.